Hello, beautiful people. Thanks for tuning in again once more to listen to your girl, Lorraine Check. Still remains me, Rosa, and thank you for tuning in. For those of you on my WhatsApp, I earlier on said that I was going to start a bunch of series on um, my journey through anxiety, which, is, which by that I mean from when I was first diagnosed to now, and hopefully you guys will still be here listening when I kick anxiety's ass. <clears throat> so yeah, thank you. Side note, I thought is dealing with a lot of things, and you should learn to keep your comments to yourself when you meet a stranger. Now back to my journey through anxiety. Well, I wouldn't really know how to start because I'm not sure, particularly sure, when it started and how it got this bad. But I do remember that around January this year, it got so bad that sleeping became a major issue for me. I think it was like the stress of school and all that. But there was this particular day that I was in class and all of a sudden from nowhere it hits me like a truck. I think I should have known because I volunteer with money and I'm really proud of the work we do at money. The educating, the helping and the reassurance that people in Nigeria have someone to turn to whenever they need help. It makes me feel like I'm a part of something bigger than myself. But it's takes you off guard you are i mean as a person that is well educated on the topic of um mental illnesses how to manage them how to live your life and not let these illnesses dictate to you it came to me as more of a shock because at that point in time i wasn't really sure what it was i mean a lot of people that have anxiety will tell you it makes you feel like you're going to pass you're going to just kick the bucket the next second that's how anxiety feels for most of us so it made me feel like, okay, I was going to just kick the pocket the next day. And at that point in time, um, someone around me was just declared dead. So it was like, okay, well, it's my turn now. I'm going to leave. So I was just really trying to piece together the little information I knew, but it never occurred to me that it was anxiety until about around until around March when I met someone different actually and on occasion of one of my anxiety attacks i was fully panicked i was on a nine hour journey from abuja to Ilori. i was on my way to school and i had an anxiety attack in the car this is me in the middle of the road the car with family that i had my cousin and my friend along with the driver Along with uh, this is me with family and friends, people that I trust, and yet I was so nervous I barely knew what I was supposed to do. I mean, before then I had had frequent anxiety attacks, like about three to four anxiety attacks before that day, but I was at home. So being around my parents made me feel like okay, I'm safe, nothing is going to happen to me. But being out there in the middle of nowhere was so scary. I in my I have never felt that scared. I had before that, I never felt that scared. And for it to hit me out of nowhere, I felt like, okay, this is it. I'm going to have an accident. And the only thing was that, okay, on that same journey, we just missed a 
quick turn like mm. this we're going to go bad real fast because we were driving like okay i was driving a shirt to one of all the other cars and then we had it was a truck coming from the other side too we're so close to this truck but thank god nothing happened but we're all stunned everybody was breathless we're all like oh my god thank god we're alive we're still alive because we all closed our eyes for a minute and we thought that okay this is it we're going to just black out but we passed like we survived and then only for like three to four hours later while i'm still on the road an anxiety attack comes and i freaked out for the first time when i was having an anxiety attack i texted friends texted my best friends and i told them okay i did something wrong i feel like i'm going to just my heart is just going to stop and that's all i'm just going to go i hope you guys understand i love you i said a lot of things that yeah, i was in my feels Things are really not on the normal day, but I feel like okay, this was my last day, so I just like okay, let me tell them everything now, just so someone has my memories to live with. And so my best friends got really scared. Zara, my best friend, she was actually crying. She was like, "Stop saying this like this. You're scaring me. You know, I'm going to school." I felt really bad because I know my day I never want to put in. I know she's always there for me. She listens to whatever the hell I have to tell her. And she's been a source of strength for me at my lowest. But that was a new low for me. It was something I was just trying to rediscover. <sighs> Sorry. I'm kind of short of breath. Because whenever my day, my voice will be louder than this. But when I'm talking about my anxiety, it's like fierce looks in my heart so it's, it's kind of hard me doing this is me trying to step out of the shelf me trying to tell anxiety that it does not dictate my life i have anxiety but anxiety does not have me so let me stop at where i was on the journey and i texted my best friends because i think i need to go back and really explain things Decided on in January. I don't really have the exact date because I was really busy in school and things were all at a rush. And around that time, I think I kind of felt sick. So it was really, I wasn't sure if it was anxiety or sickness. And then I was having typhoid. So everything, okay, I felt like, okay, it was just the stress and my whole body was trying to pull itself back together. Before then, I had minor anxiety attacks where I perceive a particular scent and then I'm in shock, or things like that, or I'm in class and then it just comes at me, but then it leaves almost immediately. So I didn't really understand what anxiety, anxiety was till that particular day. And I was sitting in class and I felt really breathless. It felt like my hands were cold, I was sweating at the same time, I was breathless, my heart was pounding, I felt time pass me by, and it was a one hour class, and by the time my, my anxiety attack had like, almost elapsed, 30 minutes of the hour was gone, because it took me a lot of time to get myself back together, I lost totally, I didn't know how that class went, I still don't know how that class went, but I passed, <laughs> let's just say thank God for the miracle for keeps performing in our lives. But that was really scary. That was like a first time for me. So you know what? I just after that, anxiety attack. I called my mom. I told her, "Hey baby, something just happened. It felt weird, but I'm okay. 
and she was in the middle of working and then she said okay thank god you're okay i'll call you back later she called me and spoke and i didn't even think of it again and that didn't happen so i kind of forgot the whole issue i forgot to speak to my therapist or speak to friends that at my needs i knew would help me figure what this was but i wasn't sure as someone that is educated and wants to break the stigma there's still that fear that when you tell people they think you're crazy or they feel like you're you're seeking clout or something this is me that doesn't have I really don't give a shit about social media or what anyone has to do about social media. If you're on my Twitter, you know that I changed my username a lot for people not to be able to keep record of who this is. So the only way you know it's me is if we chat and then you go back check out chat and then you're like, oh, I need this person. Or if you know, okay, this is your friend that doesn't have sense. I don't change her name and then you know it's me. So when it comes to social media, I don't really care. So it wasn't for the class, it wasn't for anything. But I felt like, okay, if I talk, stigma. How would my friends react to it? How would my friends react to it? How would I be seen? My whole, it came, to, it was like the whole protect your image thing. And then at that point in time, I just kept postponing the whole, okay, I'll talk to someone, I'll talk to someone, I'll talk to someone. Until so I got to the point that I forgot it. And then someday in March, I just finished praying. I had my back. I laid in bed. I just, I had just dropped my phone, and all of a sudden, God, it felt worse than the first time. I was trying so hard to repress it. I was trying so hard to stop whatever the hell was going on. But the more I felt it, the more it broke to my heart. So that you know made me feel like, okay, you know what, I'm gone. I feel like this is the end of it for me. So after 10-15 minutes had passed and I was like, I felt normal again. I want to know why. But when you're living with anxiety, you know, the best you can get is your hands are still chilly, your heart is still pounding, but move on with your life. <laughs> so after that, I had, I got up and I went to cuddle in between my parents. I'm a grown ass woman, I'm cuddling between your parents is hella weird. But my mom actually likes it when I act like baby because. Hard girl, hard girl, we know they do them every time. <laughs> so, that was an experience for me. Frequent attacks that came after that. You know, there's now this thing where, as a Muslim, when you hear that, I'm okay, sorry, I was going to say this in Hausa. Um, people feel like they know they are going to die 40 days before. I had marked that date in March, and then I started counting. Because I had heard, okay, well, some people tell me it's seven days, some people tell me it's 40 days. On the seventh day, I couldn't sleep. On the seventh day, I was back in school already. Because it was three days before I went back to school, if that had happened. On the third day, I was on my way to school and it happened again. And I said, okay, maybe it's three days. This is it, I'm going to die. So, the fact I came happy that this awkward date was super scary. My mind was, my mind was hitting me. Anxiety was hitting me hard. I had I had depression. I had clinical depression before that, but I was trying to manage it. I was micromanaging it. I was talking to people, fix finding a way to fix it without having to see anyone. So everything came at me in one thousand fold, and it was too much to handle. So I would continue the story from where I was on the road, and I texted my best friends. And the whole incident that happened after that. 
so thank you for tuning in again it really means a lot to me that you guys want to know my experiences and as much as you guys don't share comments i'm hot i'm really hot as much as you guys spend your time to listen to what nonsense i have to say and whatever i have to share i'm really grateful anxiety has yeah, I've opened my eyes to a lot of things because I have I've gotten to understand life better. I've gotten to live one day at a time because it makes you feel like the next day is not guaranteed. It makes you remember that the next day is not guaranteed. So having this little reminder with me, I'm I guess it's kind of like a blessing and a curse at the same time. A blessing in terms that has opened my eyes to realities and costs and it has hindered me from doing things I used to love doing before. So I'm really grateful for ev- to everyone that keeps tuning in to this thing. I'm not consistent. I'm not well. I don't plan these things. I just do it once I start recording. I start recording, and yet you guys manage to piece together whatever information I have to pass. This is to everyone. Thank you so much, and this is to everyone that has that's living with anxiety or depression or any sort of medical of mental illness. You are stronger than you think you are our minds are tricky places our minds are complex places but your mind relies on your power your subconscious relies on whatever energy you feed it feel surround yourself with positivity and it would be easier for you i'm not saying this thing is going to go away in a week it's been 10 months and i still go through this every week at first, I thought I was it. I thought I was going to lose. I thought I was going to lose like this battle, but I am winning. And every day, I get every second I go without an anxiety attack is a blessing. Every week, every day, every month that I go with at least three to five anxiety attack is a blessing. So you're stronger than you think you are. You you have the ability to control your mind, and you know how to fight this. Tap into your inner strength, tap into your inner diva, your inner universe. Do this for yourself, for everyone. Suicide is never an option. I would I would be lying if I said self-harming has not come to my mind. Because at some point self-harming did help me turn off my mind from turn off my mind from the anxiety, but it's the wrong part. And I'm so glad I had people at money to remind me that I have more to fight for than I believe. And I'm really grateful. Every day spent money listening and watching and helping is an amazing day for me. I'm really grateful to everyone. Grateful for everything. And tomorrow is not guaranteed, but I'm going to beat anxiety's ass whether I like it or not. So thank you for tuning in again. You're stronger than you know. I'm always, my DMs, my private messages are always open to everyone. I love to talk. So if you do want to talk to me about anything, I do not judge. And I would love to hear your views. So thank you so much once more. I know I say thank you, George. Well, I mean, come on, you guys are like, this is a dream come true. A lot of people have been telling me to start vlogs. See, guys, the thing is, see, I like to ha- I have younger. I'm see, I'm fine, yeah. But insecurity is a bitch too. So let's just let me get over my insecurity and then I'll start my vlogs going. Thank you once more for always tuning in, for always listening. I'm really grateful. Thank you. Hello, beautiful people. It's your girl, 
once more and we're still on the anxiety journal tv so thanks for tuning in and it's really wonderful having you guys with me all the time but then again i do promise you guys a vlog but you guys are not you're not working towards it uh, nah you're not getting time time soon so yeah last time i stopped when did i stop again mm, oh when i was on my way to school and i had an anxiety attack on the road yeah so let me get back to that so after texting all those really heartfelt messages to my best friends and telling them how much i love them and how much i was going to die pretty dramatic right i know i, I sometimes after an anxiety attack i cringe at the things i see on my anxiety but then again i know i am not at fault because I really have no control over things that happen when I have uh, have an anxiety attack. So let's go back to that. So when I on my way, I said I had met this friend just prior to that, like a few weeks to that, and then I was freaking out and I told this friend. Usually I don't share this thing, but I was like, okay, I really need someone to talk to, so I told him. And then he said, are you sure you're having an anxiety attack? And you know what? For the first time, it actually hit me. And I'm like, yo, that's true. So all this drama I've had in my head, all the unnecessary panic and the zoning out and crying myself, well, turns out I was just having a panic attack, an anxiety attack, panic attack, slash. And I do realize it's even though I know what this is, I know how to... Work through it. Well, at that point in time, it didn't seem as easy as I would talk to someone. So, it was, it was different. It was new. So I spoke to our in-house counselor, Amani, and he walked me through it. He told me things I should do, and then advised that I see a medical doctor as soon as possible. That night, I had another panic attack. I mean, it was so frequent at that point in time that I could barely differentiate when I was just, when I was having a normal day, when I was having panic attacks. So, it was, it was hella demanding, saying as I was just back in school, I was going to have to get myself ready for school, and then at the same time deal with this new problem that I had. So... I I had to adjust. I met the Okay, so this part of the story I I like to skip because it really did offend me. So while I was having a panic attack I thought okay let me talk to the counselor, school counselor. And I went to meet my school counselor and she was like, Are you sure you pre? Now people let me say this well and well and well again. My religiousness has nothing to do with my mental health. Yes, it grounds me. It makes me feel like things will get better. It reminds me that things will be better. But then again, just because I pray... Like, I mean, of course I pray. I pray more often than she would ever know. But why would you ask me if I pray? Because I told you I have an anxiety attack. What has my anxiety attack have to do with prayer? I mean, these are two mutually exclusive things. So I was offended and I left... I 
I never went back to her, but then I went to see the doctor. So I'm kind of tired. I had an ordeal. Went to the doctor and then he prescribed a few pills for me. At first, it was new having to deal with. I mean, I was getting antidepressants for the first time. It was the changes I recognized. I noticed that my body, the side effects, and I just stopped. I stopped abruptly without informing my doctor, which is something I should have done because I feel like it wasn't things. So they came back, but this time they're like double food. It would happen. I was, I would be on my way to class, and then just in the middle of the road, I'm having a panic attack. I would be on a bike on the road somewhere, and I would have a panic attack. It was so frequent, and it really, it, it, there's certain things I used to love to do, places I would love to go, but when it's happening, I just, I'd rather just stay in than have myself have a panic attack in the middle of a conversation, because I don't have to explain to people what is going on, so I stopped going out, I stopped moving, having, keeping friends around, it was just, I was all locked up in my head. Sure, a few people would think eh, she was being rude or something, but I was in my own shit and I needed to keep myself in check. So this one time, I... So it got to this point where even my phone ringing would literally set me off track. So, and I couldn't stay alone. Sleeping was... I barely slept. If it was not in the afternoon, at night, I was up all night. I was scared of the dark, scared of being alone, scared of my phone ringing. Everything scared me. So, that side, I was having to deal with that. I just, okay, rather than just waste the night, I would get up, read, or get up and pray or something. Just spend the night doing something rather than worry myself to death. So, that helped a lot too. Then, Stopping my antidepressants made things worse, so I had to go back and then I complained again and they prescribed something else. So now I was having multiple doses of different things. But the only problem was that the new drug that was prescribed to me made me aggressive. It's something I'd actually forget. Some doctors in Nigeria would forget to tell you when they prescribe an antidepressant to you because they don't know how the antidepressant reacts either. They wouldn't tell you about the side effects. The it, it was like I was on drugs, I was on hard drugs or something. I was aggressive most of the time. The less of things would piss me off. I was fighting with people that I didn't fight with. I mean, I wasn't my usual self, so I stopped again. The thing is, I was just supposed to take this for a week, but three days in and I just couldn't. My friends that I knew were telling me to stop taking it. But actually, they didn't know I was taking them for anxiety. Thought I was taking it for just that phase where I feel like doing drugs now, so they would understand. They didn't understand that, and I just had to start hiding because I was taking drugs from people. I would have to hide them in me when I was okay. Maybe I was reading about my anxiety, and a friend came in. I would turn off my phone just so she didn't know I was reading about it. It was kind of. It was kind of a new development for me, but I handled things well. So, school happened. I went through school, barely living through the day. Every single day was hard, it was a struggle. And then came the 40th day. Remember 
the last podcast i told you guys about how i felt like i was there at 3 7 or 14 on the 40th day i couldn't sleep a freaking wink i was full-blown panic it was from one panic attack to another i had like over three panic attacks at the boom it's like as one was subsiding the next one i was drinking water i was just trying to keep myself in check just trying not to lose my mind Anxiety makes you feel like you're about to lose your mind. It makes you, it ruins your memory. Like, one minute you're talking about something and then you trail off. I don't record my podcast because when I'm reading from, you see, I keep training off from one topic to another and then just turning me this whole thing up. So, I'm glad that you guys are keep still tuning in to listen to whatever the hell I have to say. God bless y'all. <laughs> and, yeah. So, no God, what was I talking about? Anxiety ruins your memory, makes you trail off. Like, one minute you're talking about something and then you trail off, and you don't know what you're talking about again. I still have issues, less deja vus. I could barely read. I, It was frustrating. I still having writer's block at that same time, so I haven't written the whole year. It's basically just poems that 20, 30 lines were. I haven't been able to actually write. I started a project, a book I was hoping to publish this year. But thanks, anxiety. Quote, bitch. I wouldn't be able to do that because I, I was at chapter three when things started, and I haven't been able to go back. I don't even know where I am at, and I have no idea what to do again. So I'm going to have to restart. So I had to readjust a lot of things to just fit into my lifestyle and make it convenient. I'm going to stop at school so that I have something to talk about tomorrow. I'm sure I drove it off somewhere. Hopefully I remember what I was talking about tomorrow and then we continue. I'll be, I'll probably not release tomorrow so maybe in two days. Thanks once more for tuning in to listen to whatever nonsense I have to say. I'm grateful and Signing out is your girl Roses and you're still wearing check.